Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. Happy Lord's Day and happy 4th of July. I am so proud of you for making the effort and for making the time to be in God's word even today. Um, Chapter 4 is going to remind us of such great truths, so I'm really excited. So hopefully you've already prayed and you've already read chapter 4 on your own. And if you have, let's dive in. As we study chapter four, we remember that we are still in the introduction of the book of Proverbs. Uh, Chapters one through nine serve as the introduction to the book of Proverbs, and chapters 10 through 29 are the actual Proverbs themselves. And then chapters 30 and 31 are the conclusion to the Proverbs. But one thing to remember um, is that it is assumed that whoever is reading the book of Proverbs has already been made right with God. Whoever is reading the book of Proverbs has already put their faith in Jesus Christ and has repented of their sins. Whoever is reading the book of Proverbs has already been made righteous by God. And this is assumed because as we'll even see today in chapter 4, we're going to talk about the righteous path and the wicked path. And the charge is directed at the person who is already on the righteous path. And the encouragement and the charge is to not wander off back to the wicked path. But the assumption is that you are already on the righteous path. But if you have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus, if you have not yet repented of your sins and put your faith in Jesus Christ, then you are not wandering on to the wicked path. You are already on the wicked path that leads to eternal death and destruction but Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins and rose again three days later so that you can be saved and that you can no longer be on the wicked path that leads to destruction but you can instead be on the righteous path that leads to eternal life none of this matters to you until you put your faith in Jesus Christ and repent of your sins, meaning you turn away from your sin and you turn towards Jesus, who is the true Savior, who can wash away your sin and who can make you righteous. You want to be on the righteous path. And until you're there, none of this matters. You won't even begin to understand the book of Proverbs until you you have been made right with God. Put your faith in Jesus and repent of your sins. Now we're going to see um, in our passage today, which is verses 10 through 19, uh, this description of the righteous and the wicked path and this charge to stay on the righteous path. So let's read our passage today. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 10 through 19. Hear, my son. And receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have instructed you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in upright tracks. When you walk, your steps will not be impeded. If you run, you will not stumble. Seize discipline. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of wicked men, and do not step into the way of evil men. Avoid it. Do not pass by it, stray from it, and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they do evil, 
and they are robbed of sleep unless they make someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the fullness of day. The way of the wicked is like thick darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Okay, so this poem is split into two halves. You'll see from verses 10 through 13 that it's talking about the path of the righteous. And we'll see from verses 14 through 17 that it's talking about the path of the wicked. But let's focus first on the path of the righteous in verses 10 through 13. Okay, so let me reread it for you in chapter 4. It says, Hear, my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of your life will be many. I have instructed you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in upright tracks. When you walk, your steps will not be impeded, and if you run, you will not stumble. Seize discipline. Do not let go. Guard her, for she is your life. What's so cool about these verses is that you can tell this is a personal and intimate exhortation from our Father. From our Father. You can tell that this is an exhortation from the Father to the Son. And we are reminded that the one who has made us righteous is not just some impersonal God. It is our very Father who loves us and who cares for us and who is exhorting us, his children, to stay committed to his wisdom. The Father describes his teaching as a straight path in which we can walk securely. And as the wicked world attempts to pull us every which way, in every direction, at every opportunity they can. The Father is saying, hey, look at me. Fix your eyes on me and stay on the righteous path. Stay committed to my wisdom. Seek my wisdom in every area of your life and, and, and stay on the righteous path. Hold fast to my wisdom in all that you do. This is a good reminder for us that we must seek Yahweh's wisdom in every area of our life. I remember when Christ first saved me and it was so evident that he had transformed my heart because all I wanted to do was follow Jesus in every area of my life. I looked to his word and I tried to, to figure out everything that he wanted me to do and in everything that I did, I sought to seek Him and glorify Him and honor Him in every single area of my life. Student, in every area of your life, you must stay on the path of righteousness and seek Yahweh's wisdom. In your classroom, in your home, in your sports, and even when you're by yourself and nobody else is looking. You must seek Yahweh's wisdom and seek righteousness and seek the best way to glorify Him and bring Him honor. Ask yourself, am I currently seeking, through, through every area of your life and through every situation, ask yourself, am I currently seeking His wisdom? And am I currently doing everything that I can to bring Him honor and to bring Him glory? Stay on the path 
of righteousness. Next, we'll see uh, the path of wickedness in verses 14 through 17. Let me reread it for you. Do not enter the path of wicked men, and do not step into the way of evil men. Avoid it. Do not pass by it. Stray from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they do evil, and they are robbed of sleep unless they make someone stumble. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. See the strong warning to avoid this path of wickedness. Avoid it at all costs because it is so dangerous and it is so addictive for you. I'm reminded of uh, Romans chapter 13, verse 14. It says this, But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh in regard to its lusts. Make no provision for any sin, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ. I wanted to show you this book. Um, it's probably the best book uh, for young men, it's certainly my favorite book. It's Thoughts for Young Men by J.C. Ryle. And really, it's good for everybody, young men and young women. Um, it just had such good wisdom in it. Um, but I want to read you the beginning of chapter 4 because it talks about what we're talking about today. Uh, let me just read this, this first part. Uh, J.C. Ryle says, For one thing, resolve at once by God's help to break off every known sin, however small. Look within each one of you. Examine your own hearts. Do you seek there any habit or custom which you know to be wrong in the sight of God? If you do, delay not a moment in attacking it. Resolve at once to lay it aside. Nothing darkens the eyes of the mind so much and deadens the conscience so surely as in a loud sin. It may be a little one, but it is not the less dangerous for all that. A small leak will sink a great ship, and a small spark will kindle a great fire, and a little allowed sin in like manner will ruin an immortal soul. Take my advice and never spare a little sin. Israel was commanded to slay every Canaanite, both great and small, Act on the same principle and show no mercy to little sins. My prayer today is that we would make no exception for any sin, but that we would persevere on the path of righteousness. And if we go back to Proverbs chapter 4, we see this final description of the path of the righteous and the path of the wicked from verses 18 and through 19. Verse 18, but the path of righteous of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the fullness of day. The way of the wicked is like thick darkness. They do not know over what they stumble. Students, do not stray onto the path of the wicked. But fix your eyes upon Jesus. Depend on him. Ask him for strength. Fix your eyes on your great shepherd who will lead you on the straight path of righteousness.
That's my encouragement for you today. And, and that's what we learn in Proverbs chapter 4. I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 5.